worry about yourself. I'm Carl, and I'm, <laughs> a, I'm an alcoholic, and my sobriety is August 22nd, 2014. I'm Chelsea. I'm an alcoholic, and my sobriety date is February 19th, 2015. This is SoberPod. SoberPod.com. 366 fucking days sober. Yeah. Sober Pod, keep it authentic, no facades. If it's real, then you know it's ours. Welcome. SoberPod is a podcast dedicated to the idea that one addict or alcoholic helping another is crucial to building a life in recovery. Join us on this season as we read from our book, 366 Fucking Days Sober. And as always, stay active, stay sober. Fucking days sober. Fucking. <laughs> Custodate all that spiritual, Chelsea. You know that? <laughs> By the way, that's in the book, and I forget like what what page it's on. But like when I was writing the book, I was rem- I was reminded of that one asshole that cross talks me a lot and says "cussinate so goddamn spiritual." He doesn't say "goddamn," but you know, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. He, like he, it I, is, it is yeah. in my church, is, motherfucker. Yeah. Carl's church, it is. So, um, so I do want to remind people that, uh. Like so, this is the book three hundred sixty six fucking days sober that I'm holding in my hand right now. For those who can't see it, it's so uh, pretty. Just listening. This one is specifically for Chelsea. It just arrived today, Yay. fresh off the presses. Oh my god, and it smells so good. I, there's nothing like the smell of a new book, really. Agreed. Um, and then I do want to remind people that we went and we did the same thing, but with the book Living Sober. And if you go back to the title last year of 2022 uh go back to the title it's called new beginnings and i believe that was also in march that we started it i think so yeah what also in march no in march this is may uh <laughs> so <laughs> i believe it was in march that we started and we actually read through the book living sober we cover every chapter and then we discuss it and we talk about it and really if you are new to recovery i think this is like a really good introduction for you to like really understand some especially aa recovery so if you're 12 step in and you're getting into the rooms and you're going to meetings and you're like how do i not drink today uh it's a really good book to um to cover so uh go through and binge that stuff and then when you feel like you've progressed and you moved on you know, you can go to 366 fucking days You can days graduate sober. to our, uh, yeah, to our, our program. daily meditations. <laughs> uh, you know, but it's actually the funny thing is like some of these don't even talk about uh, alcohol or drugs at all, right? Yeah. Which is kind of like today's. I mean, it does reference drugs and alcohol, but today's reading does not um, do that. And, um, and I do want to um, also talk about uh, and I posted it on uh, our Facebook group. If you've bought the book, by all means, go there and review it um, because, you know, your review will help, um, you know, this book kind of, you know, climb the ranks of the of the of the artificial intelligence of Amazon <laughs> and help other people. <laughs> oh, that's you know, right. Get the benefit of this book. Also, that's kind of the whole point. Yeah, And help other people leave the matrix. Is that it? <laughs> Is that what we're doing? Yes, helping, it's a simulation leave the matrix yes because we're we're living in a simulation (laughs) um so then chelsea what are we doing today fuck all that yesterday fuck all that that review bullshit fuck it fuck it all 
Fuck chuck it. it in the fuck it bucket. Ch- chuck it in the fuck it bucket. I love that one. <laughs> That's too. So we are doing, um, uh, we are reading from the book 366 Fuck It Days Sober. And then we are uh, uh, talking about it from, from this point forward. Are we doing anything else today? It is Memorial Weekend, I want to say. So if you guys are enjoying your Memorial Weekend, good for you. Um, I got a tip for you. Uh, don't drink. <laughs> just just throwing it out there. Yep. It's hard, too. I mean, everything's warming up, barbecues, mm. like, mm. you know, sitting on the porch. Like, those were all things that I would have loved to have drink drank mm. at, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Yeah. Think it through. That's the other thing. Right. Think, think not only, you know, what happens is, you know, great. You know, I got Monday off, so that means I can drink twice as hard on a Sunday. But, uh, (laughs) but, uh, think about like, you know, what happens after that and not just like the week after, not just two weeks after, but let's go back to three months, six months, a year, five years. Where Mm -hmm. will you, where will it take you then? So don't forget to think it through. Um, those are all the things that I don't know. If if we do nothing in mental health awareness month, um, but 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 offer that to you, I think we've done our jobs. There you go. Yeah. Yay. Um, so let's do the reading. Chelsea, Shall are we? you ready? Let's do it. Do you want to read or, or do you want me to read? I want you to read. Wait a minute. Hold on a second. <laughs> it doesn't say any F-bombs, though. I guess it doesn't matter then if you read. It must be a very serious reading then. <laughs> oh, probably is. All right, so you, I let's have you read it and, and then and then um and and then that'll be better. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I really Mage. can't stand the sound of my voice. I really can't. <laughs> is this the strangest fucking thing? I do a podcast. I have to edit it, and I really can't stand fucking You're like, hearing that's myself. That's enough, Carl, for yeah. today. <laughs> I just skip over everything I say. Okay, let's fix Chelsea again. <laughs> all right okay go for it may 27th oh let's see why is it that when we are drinking sorry it keeps like keeps like not staying in place i'm gonna just oh. you may have to edit this when you get your book then you can just use the book i know let me just paste it back in there Why is it that when we are drinking, we can ignore all the drama and just not care about most things, but as soon as we get sober, we somehow start having opinions about, okay, it keeps like moving. I'm going to have to paste it to a note. Fair enough. I freaking, I hate, I hate this uh, platform because I noticed it was doing it last time. Oh yeah, it did jump. I saw that. Yeah, it's annoying. Um, okay. I'm ready. Okay. Why is it that when we are drinking, we can ignore all the drama and just not care about most things. But as soon as we get sober, we somehow start having opinions about other people's shit. We start paying attention to what they do, how they act and what they are saying. It's like we get so involved in other people's shit that we don't have any time for our own. Wait a minute. That's exactly what it is. How convenient. We spend so much time focusing on other people's shortcomings that we can no longer pay attention to our own. Seems like another form of denial, doesn't it? It kind of is. Maybe, just maybe, you can put down that magnificent magnifying mind and point the barrel at the mirror for a while. Reflections. Why do you think you are so focused on other people's faults and not your own? 
daily challenge. Today, count how often you think or bitch about someone else or something in your life that you have no control over. You'd be surprised how often you do. Actually, I think you should just read them all from now on. Because <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, oh, that sounded so nice. And again, I did say bitch. So uh, there and you go. shit. Oh, yep. shit's in there too? Yep. Damn. Well, well, I'm just... I'm just crossing the gambit of all the cuss words. <laughs> I can't wait for cunt, you know? <laughs> just, I know is there I know, one in there? I think that there is a cunt in here. I just got to like, uh, I got to find it actually. Uh, you know, so, um, but yeah, I think I threw one in just for, just to really make people angry. Make the Aussies love it. You know, the yeah. Australians, <laughs> they're all about the cunt. Yeah. The editor really wanted me to put cunt in there. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I picked the right editor. I'll tell you that. Oh yeah. So thanks aunt. Thanks, Aunt. Um, so, what do you, what do you think of this reading, Chelsea? I, you know, I, one of the things that really, um, like for me, was uh, uh, when I first got sober, I couldn't, I couldn't go to a meeting. Like I didn't, I didn't sit in a meeting without saying, "My wife." Like my I don't wife. know how many times, my wife. Like I, <laughs> I literally, like I was that dude. You know, like every mm-hmm. fucking problem I had was about her. You know, and it was. I mean, it, it, it's so weird. Like, I don't know. It's just maybe is that is that part of the disease? Is that like what we do? It's like that it was everybody else's fault and it's it's them and it's never me. And it was like it's always what they're doing. And especially when I get sober, because I, you know, I just don't feel like I'm like, I'm not the problem. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I now that I'm so awesomely sober, you know, <laughs> look at all this shit that everybody else is doing. Right. I'm, you know, fuck, you know, I've. I'm, you know, I'm I'm now blessed to be sober. Thank you very much. I'm a grateful alcoholic, don't you know? And um, and I'm admitting my faults, quote unquote, right? But really, I'm not. You know, every fucking word yep. out of my mouth is I'm bitching about somebody else or what they do or politics or you know the state of the fucking world or you know the gas prices or traffic or God only knows what. Goddamn so, supply um, chain. That damn supply chain, the, the, the <laughs> book prices are going up by 20 cents, <laughs> which they are, though. They are going up by 20 cents, I know. though. Bezos just wants to buy another yacht. That motherfucker, son of a, oh. And then they won't let me advertise with the cuss word in the title. That's just, oh, that just pisses me off. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> has nothing to do with the, with the fact that I wanted to call it 366 fucking days sober. <laughs> No, it's their problem. It's their problem. Speaking of, you know, things we can't control. (laughs) I mean, I could just retitle it, right? No. Change the cover and send it out. It's too late. Too late. I suppose. So, Chelsea, what do you think about that, um, about that mindset or that trap that we kind of fall into when it comes to, um, you know, our early sobriety and how we like, you know, not just early sobriety too. We're talking like, you know, maybe even six, seven, eight, nine months. You're up to a shit, sometimes a lifetime, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about that idea? I mean, I think it's something that I, it was definitely more apparent uh, in early sobriety, though I did not recognize it until much later. Um, it still is a problem today for me. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's a Tell lot easier. That. It's a lot easier to look at other people's, uh, flaws or to pick them apart than it is to, um, you know, focus on your own. But for me, 
you know, I, my self-esteem, my self-worth was so shitty that like, I already picked myself apart, you know, mm. like, uh, I, I didn't want to keep looking at it because it was painful, you know, and I, I didn't want to like come to grips with, you know, the, the wreckage I had caused and, um, you know, not being where I wanted to be instead, you know, I focused on the superficial, like day-to-day bullshit like you know so-and-so took my fucking parking spot like you know or this person is like you know just always saying this word the wrong way and like they're a fucking idiot you know just like the most ridiculous shit to Mm -hmm. help me not have to think about the shit that I you know created because Mm -hmm. that's really hard to look at and um I think also part of the problem was I was very, um, uncomfortable being sober. You know, I, I didn't know what to do with myself. And so I was overanalyzing things and everything was irritating me. And so like, all I could do was bitch because that was like the only form of expression that I could like, you know, do consistently. Like I didn't know how to, uh, you know, see the good in, in things. And I didn't know how to, Mm. uh, let go of my perceptions of people and like the little things that irritated me. I did not know how to do that, you know? And so I just reverted back to old behavior of like cutting people down. Although it seemed to be amplified when I was sober because I was uninhibited. Hmm. So what, uh, what do you think? Amplified when you were drunk or sober? Like when you were drunk, did you, um, did you have any issue? Did did it seem like an issue then? Did you have the same problems though? I think maybe I would have like vocalized like if something really like ticked me off but for the most part like I was just focused on numbing out like Mm -hmm. I didn't and so when I got sober it was like I had nothing to like tame me a little bit like nothing to reel me in it was just kind of like I would snap yeah yeah yeah. I, I I remember I was talking to my sponsor John Again, it's probably, you know, the book wouldn't exist without this kind of stuff, which mm-hmm. is the, um, I think that's probably where this is coming from too, because one of the things is I was having a real issue with probably my wife, you know, again, <laughs> I'm terrible. God, I, my poor wife. God, my poor wife. I fucking swear like, to God. Just like, your next book should be like, dear wife, I'm sorry. Dear, yeah. Just it was never about you. 366 days of apologizing to my <laughs> wife. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, um, I would, I, like, I was having some issue with her, and I forget what it was about, but it was like, you know, and again, I was probably like two, three years, even maybe, or maybe two years, and I would be sitting there, and I would just be like, fuck, you know, and, and I'd get obsessive about whatever it was, you know, I would get totally obsessive about, you know, she's saying this and she's doing that and she's this and she's that and whatever it was that I was just like, we'd be in an argument or whether it be about like money or whether it would be about, but it wouldn't be about the money. It would be about the way in which we were arguing, not necessarily about the thing. And it would be about, for me, it's about control, right? And I want to control her. And because again, I don't have alcohol anymore. And I, and I used to just fucking like not give a fuck and i mean not give mm-hmm. a fuck and so as long as i could drink and go to work and do what i wanted to do then fuck you too and everything was great 
right? So I would uh, go about my days, say whatever the fuck came out of my mouth, and, you know, throw a few back, you know, watch a fucking movie, laugh, ha, 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 shit my pants, laugh, ha, ha, <laughs> clean pants, you know, et cetera. But then, um, but then, so I was talking to my sponsor, and we were talking about something that was going on, and he says, well, you know, what did you do when you were drinking? And basically, I explained that, which is like, I didn't give a fuck. I didn't care. And mm-hmm. his question to me after that was like, why can't you just do that now? Right. Mm-hmm. Why can't you just not care now? And it almost was like an impossible statement. Right. Like, yep. like I could not answer why I couldn't. Like it was just because I obsessed over this other person. And I think what he was trying to get at was, is like, hey, buddy, like, by the way, your life is unmanageable, right? You know, Mm -hmm. and that you have no control over that, you know, people, places and things in your life, dude. Like, I'm sorry, but like, you know, but again, that kind of a question just like to throw out there was like, holy shit, like. I wanted to say fuck you and hang up, but I <laughs> because I'm like because those kinds of challenges like that breaks my whole brain in a sense of like because if I don't do this, then what do I have, right? And I, I didn't know how to answer it, and so because I was still like you said, I was still existing on these old attitudes and behaviors and thought processes that I thought were um, working for me on some level, you know, and because. Cause I would do that stuff and I would, and I, he'd ask me this, he'd make state, uh, ask me questions of like, well, what do you get out of this behavior? What mm-hmm. do you get out of this? And I was like, I, uh, again, at that, at that time I couldn't have answered like, well, I, I, I self justification because I'm right and she's wrong. You know, I get, you know, I get to control the thing, whatever it may be, you know, like I get, you know what I mean? All these things that like go, it boosts my ego, you know, et cetera, et cetera. I would not be able to answer those questions like that. Even in two years, I was not ready to fucking, like, you know what I mean? Be that mm-hmm. honest with the situation. But now I go, oh, yeah, totally, like all those things. But I needed those questions to kind of rock me out of this thing, of like this those way of thinking, because that's who I was. So, um, and I, you, uh, I guess here's the thing. Do you, is there, uh, do you do this at, um, at home or at work more often? Like, do you like find yourself or like in general public, uh, do you do it like over politics, watching news, or do you do it like over like, uh, you know, people at work? Like, where do you, where does this fire off for you more that you like focus on other people rather than yourself in, you know, as a majority? I think, well, that's kind of a hard question. I would say that my top two places of where I am critical and judgmental would be social media, you know, just oh. in general, Facebook, Instagram, blah, you're blah, just blah. Scrolling and judging people and shit. Yeah. And, and like, then you, you're dick, 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 dick. You're like, you're all right. <laughs> you're, oh, Motherfucker. you're okay. Next, next. <laughs> I mean, I go through these like phases where I purge my, my friend list and I'm just like, yeah, well, yeah. you made that easy for me. <laughs> I did the same thing. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, but then also like at work too, because you don't really get to choose who you work with. I mean, you could like pick an environment or pick, you know, like in my case, like a specific unit, if you know there are like people that you get along with there. But for the most part, like generally at work, like you just 
get thrown into this group of people that you have to make it work, right? And uh, so it, it can be easy for me to be like critical of mm-hmm. other nurses or management or the, you know, the hospital system, you know, just. Or even the patients for that matter. You know, I think. There's, oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is, you know, it's terrible to say, but I'm human too, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. like, you know, back off. So, <laughs> but, but it's, it's so like easy to uh, judge people because I, you know, a part of me just wants to feel superior or in the right and, you know, whatever little kernel of, you know, joy I get out of it is fueling my ego, like you were saying, and um, making me feel important or better than and, you know, boosting my self-esteem in a very unhealthy manner. So um, those are my top two. Uh, I, I would say like in early sobriety, you know, the the harshest criticism I had was towards my boyfriend at the time, you know, because he was still drinking and he, you know, he drank like more than he probably need needed mm-hmm. to or should have, but he was not like obsessive about it. Like I was like, he could take it or leave it in. And he did eventually, but you know, it's something I kind of held over him for, for quite some time. And it was, eventually gave him the ultimatum. Like it's me or, uh, you continue doing this bullshit. So, mm. um, but you know, for a while I was like, Oh, look at me. Like I'm, I'm losing weight. I'm looking better. Like I, you know, meanwhile, I'm like a hot mess, like express in my mind and like a fucking crazy bitch. Yeah. But no, like on the outside, I'm making myself appear like very, yeah, yeah. very, uh, better than, than he is. And so, I was very critical of him in the beginning. And I think part of that was also to just uh, ignore my own circumstances, like ignore uh, who I was inside, not just, you know, who I was portraying to the world. Um, And and so this reading, it it really like captures that, right? It captures that we're we're focused on the things we can't control because – we don't want to focus on the one thing we can control right Mm -hmm. or the one thing we should be control yes (laughs) yeah Yeah, which is you know um it it's uh it's great that you know we um you know we can we can talk like this we can think like this intellectually but really when it comes down to in the moment shit we rarely think that way you know so so that's why this this shit takes practice and it's not like something that you'll do perfect you know off the bat so hey so so you're you're your boyfriend was um, uh, um, drinking a lot, but what about your husband? How was he? <laughs> <laughs> he became my husband. Yeah. So, <laughs> just I just love this. Should clarify uh, that. <laughs> yeah, you probably should clarify. Um, <laughs> and then my other boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was just you know he was toxic. No, just kidding. <laughs> so, so, so I cut them both loose, and then I got married. Um, but then, uh, so yeah, for me, you know, I, I think it was work was a real big thing. I, uh, I still felt because that was where I got a lot of my, um, you know, uh, uh, self-worth. That's where, you know, again, mm-hmm. uh, because at home I was a complete fucking mess. You know, I, uh, um, you know, really super low self-esteem. You know, I couldn't sit in a, um, in a kitchen table, 
you know, dinner without feeling butthurt at some point that somebody said something personal about me when nobody really did. Um, but you know, the other, but at work I felt like I was like capable. So, um, so that's where I basically like had the, some of my worst like reactions to that kind of stuff is like, you know, passing judgment on people and, you know, really thinking that, you know, um, I knew better or whatever. Uh, and that was just, it was just hard, hard lesson to learn over the years. And, and that's another thing, uh, it happened to me the other day in a meeting, uh, somebody was talking about, uh, uh, you know, I don't know, dude probably had maybe like 30 days clean or whatever. And he, again, he was talking about this past tense shit, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, I used to this and, you know, and now, you know, I, you know, when I was drinking, et cetera, you know, and it's like this kind of stuff. And I'm like, really? Like, I mean, I, I'm sorry, but like, just cause you got fucking 30 days sober doesn't mean you were like struck fucking wonderful and that all your problems have fucking disappeared just cause you put down the fucking drink, you know, doesn't, you know what I mean? There's no fucking way in hell you drink for 50 fucking years and not come away pretty fucked up. Right? Yeah. You know, just, you know, and it was just to like, listen to this past tense. And I was just like, just look around the room. Like, are we all supposed to believe this shit? Like, <laughs> like, you got 30 fucking days sober and you're suddenly fucking it. But you know, it's funny because like, just like me, you know, for that, in that first two years, like I was still having very hard times with how much I wanted to control other people in my life, but I did not recognize my codependency. And, mm-hmm. um, and that was kind of part of it too. It's like, I had to like, you know, really come to terms with that stuff. And people gave me the grace of like, you know, especially people with long-term recovery, you know, they, they, you know, like anytime I ever heard keep coming back, you know, I always heard it with that hint of sarcasm of like, you know, keep yeah, coming back, yeah, keep coming back, <laughs> Carl. Yeah. Like you'll, you'll get it someday. Um, and some of them though said it with some genuine sincerity, right? Because they understood that I was still very sick in that department and that I couldn't see what I couldn't see. I didn't know what I didn't know. And I was just not ready for that information. So, um, so if you're listening to this and you're like, what are you talking about? I'm fucking great. Like, you know, I got no issues and I put down the drink and everything's fucking fine. It's like, I mean, what are the chances? Question mark. And, um, and, you know, and I guess, you know, what step are you on? (laughs) And and then please just keep listening. Just keep listening. (laughs) Just keep keep an open ear out for maybe something that, you know, uh, you might need to deal with down the road. Um, Chelsea, do you think there's anything else in here that like is, is, um, worthy the uh, like podcast worthy podcast worthy? <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we could just kind of end it with, you know, today I know that you mentioned the whole meeting thing, but is there something in your life where, um, like you just, you focus on something like completely out of your control to where you like can't stop yourself from doing it like Mm -hmm. because I struggle personally with the control thing too you know and so like if if there's something that's out of my control and I'm having trouble thinking of an example right now uh it's it it just drives me batty like I I cannot let it go and so I'll try my old behaviors of trying to justify like why my feelings are valid or or my opinion is valid and um, and, uh, maybe just try to like, uh, manipulate my way into like trying to affect mm-hmm. the situation or the person, you know, just like, 
instead of like addressing it head on or giving it up, right? Because the times where I'm actually like a healthy human and I'm like, okay, this is something I should like say the serenity prayer to because obviously like I can't do a goddamn thing. So, you know, why am I not giving this up to my higher power? You know, it's so hard in the moment to do that. But when I do actually do that and, you know, just let it go, I'm such a happier person inside, like no matter what it is, but it's so Mm -hmm. hard in the moment to do that. So, uh, like, do you have any scenarios like in present day or in recent, uh, time that you can think of? Yeah, there's, uh, and it's exactly, I don't want to give away too much, but there's certain people in my life that I would, and I'm just going to try and be as generic as possible. Um, but yeah, I want to manipulate. I want to sway the, uh, you know, process of like, I want to like make things go my way. And, um, and, or, or I want to make things happen a certain way for them so that I can feel better about whatever else is going on kind of a thing. So it doesn't really matter like along those lines because I, today I get to catch myself and see that shit and kind of go, all right, you know, but I do find myself still be like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll be in a conversation about something with somebody and then I'll be like, oh, I just said that. You know what I mean? And I know why mm-hmm. I said that. I said that because I want a certain result. And so I'm going to try and manipulate the situation to where I can get a certain result rather than just stepping back and being like, yeah, you know what? Not, you know, not my circus, not my monkeys. Right. Mm -hmm. And just trying to take that side seat to that situation. I will catch myself dropping a few like hints or, you know, suggestions, quote unquote, or, you know, Oh, perhaps we could, you know, or whatever it is. I'm just trying to be helpful here. Oh, just trying to be helpful. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and, and yeah, we guys a lot of stuff under the I'm just trying to be helpful or, mm-hmm. hey, have you thought about, you know what I mean? Or, you know what I mean? Just that kind of shit. Um, you know, there's that. I think you know one of the things I was talking to a, a sponsee about uh, actually right before this call was like about politics and about listening to mm-hmm. your intake mm-hmm. and about like, you know, um, you know, how we can get carried away in just like the drama, quote unquote, of like what's going on, like, you know, in terms of whether, you know, again, we're all going to get into it real fucking soon. There's going to be politics. There's going to be like presidential, you know, debates and all the other crap that happens during all this time. And um, and it seems like we just went through this. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but uh, but, you know, people get in an uproar about this shit. They get their fucking panties in a fucking bunch, you know, and and they they take an opinion and they take a stance and. And they start to get real heated. And and it's like you kind of wonder where all this stuff comes from, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of the times, you know, you got to be careful about what your input is, about what your intake is. And I I think, um, you know, for me, it was really important that I, um, that I, in my early sobriety, that I just couldn't watch the news anymore. I couldn't, I couldn't watch even sports because sports has been infiltrated with politics. And at the time... I yeah. think, you know, there was a, like a lot of uh, stuff going on watching sports when I was first getting sober. And it was like, oh, my God, like, can, are you guys serious? Like, this is like it was crazy. And uh, and plus, I couldn't watch sports without getting drunk. So there was that. But uh, <laughs> so <laughs> but but, you know, for me, I was like, I stopped watching the news. I just couldn't do it anymore. There's too much negativity in it. I just couldn't I couldn't um, I couldn't participate, you know, with with what was going on around me. 
um, and watch the news at the same time because it seemed to be affecting. And so, and and again, it was something I wanted to focus on because I didn't want to focus on myself. Yeah. And and I really needed to like clean house, man. I needed to like get on the inside of Carl and figure out what was going on with me before I could even take on any of that other shit. And so, and again, I had to look at was, um, they talk about in the, in the big book, they say like it was uh, the bedevilments, like, you know, we were, uh, we were prey to, you know, misery and depression. We couldn't be of real use to others, you know, those types of things. And, um, and wasn't like, um, the focus on those things more important than it would be if like we were going to go and to the moon or not. Right. Like, yeah. yeah, I can like talk about like going to Mars and shit and I get all obsessive about it or whatever. But really what is more important that shit? I mean, for me in my life, if I'm really looking at it, what's more important that I deal with these internal issues first or that I start talking about going to Mars or not. Right. It's Mm -hmm. like the truth is it's way more important to deal with this shit that's going on right here, right now. You know, what, what are my fears? You know, what am, what am I, you know, what am I really going through right now? Uh, And when I deal with those things, maybe then I can grow up and deal with some other shit. But for right now, like I can't concern myself with the state of the nation. I can barely fucking deal with the, you know, the state (laughs) of my fucking Carl. (laughs) Yeah. My bathroom. You know what I mean? Like I can barely deal with fucking feed my cat and doing the cat box, you know, like, am I really going to fucking like, you know, figure that all that other shit out? Probably not. Right. I'm just trying to keep my job, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. And so really is all that other shit that important? You know, and again, is what my is it, you know, the, is my wife fucking like the fact that she doesn't do the dishes right? Is that a fucking is that the end of this fucking? Is that a crime? <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Do, do Should I just fucking do the dishes and stop bitching or, you know, or or, or do I need to pick a fight over this right now? Like, you know, mm-hmm. just basic shit, you know, and why am I picking a fight over this right now? A lot yeah. of it, again, goes back to control. What am I really trying to do? Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, I, I kind of got to step back and look at that stuff. So, I think that's really more important than whether I, you know, go to Mars or whether the fucking president, somebody else, or you know, or is, is there traffic or is you know whatever, right? Yeah. Well, and I, I just to kind of like think about uh, the politics thing, right? So I have like mm-hmm. family members on completely opposite sides of the spectrum, and part of me is kind of like, I want nothing to do with this. Or, uh, you know, if somebody's beliefs, uh, don't match mine, it's really hard for me to be, um, objective. And Mm -hmm. like, this is my family. Like if this person died, like I would be devastated Mm -hmm. instead of just being like, fuck you, man. Like you're a fucking (laughs) idiot. Like, (laughs) you know, how dare you like think this, like, you know, propaganda, whatever, you know, and it's, it's it kind of goes back to one i can't control it and two stay in stay in your lane chelsea like Mm -hmm. if it doesn't concern you then don't concern yourself with it so yeah yeah uh just like you know remember what what really matters and if it won't matter in five years don't spend more than five minutes thinking about it yeah yeah exactly so stay in your lane is probably like that's probably what we should title the episode i know (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, what did we title the episode anyway? Worry about that? yourself. Worry about yourself. There's, there's, there's like a, there's like a video of this little kid. Uh, I don't remember what the situation is. I'll have to find it though. And she's just like, worry about yourself. 
Worry about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so nice. funny. All right. So um so I think that's it. I think we've I think we've kicked this dead horse. You kicked over. a dead horse, Carl. I, I think we've kicked a dead horse. What is the saying again? Is it kicking a dead horse again? Isn't it beat a dead horse? Be, oh, that's right. Beat off a dead horse. <laughs> <laughs> no, Carl. Let's beat off a dead horse. <laughs> I mean, but could I beat off like a dead hooker though? That'd be better. Oh man, <laughs> that, that turned dark real quick. Let's not beat anyone, okay? We're not abusive. Jesse, stop me before I say something else. <laughs> Carl, you need to close the closet door, turn off the mic. All right, everybody donate, or I will wear your skin. All right, uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll just get that stuff from, uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Um, uh, some Something about that show anyway um so that's it that's what we're doing that's it is that's that's the podcast that's what we're doing and so don't forget to tip your waitresses and uh and then what else chelsea what else do we do we do uh so you can join our community on facebook just go to facebook.com slash group slash sober pod and join the sober pod live group we got quite a few members this past week so that was cool thanks to v though by the way v was oh, like oh yeah she, yeah she was she's like, like she's like all the homies like, get on <laughs> all in the here. homies like, we're gonna take this shit over yeah so, yeah so that was like um, a good injection so we've got V on there who hosts the official meeting of Sober Pod, which is every Saturday afternoon at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. And then we also have Bang and Bod Phil on there who does a recording, um, at least a recording, if not live uh, exercise class once a week. I think it's on Wednesdays. Uh, yeah. So thank you, Phil. Thank you, V. Um, and then we are a part of the fire network and I will let you talk friends about in that. recovery, uh, friends in recovery enterprises. Uh, so if you go to friends in recovery community.org, uh, they have a nice little website there where they're trying to, and they also have like, you know, two meetings a day or yeah, more. That's cool. Uh, and so, um, so if you are, want to do an online meeting, uh, it's kind of a format, but you can go there and, um, you know, just. Be, you know, participate in those meetings if uh yeah again every day if you don't want to go to our sos meeting on saturdays uh so yeah so friends in recovery enterprises the fire network you can be a part of it too uh they can you know get listed on the website uh share resources those types of things have a have a gay old time a gay old time we'll have a gay old time it's almost pride month yeah. oh my god is it yeah, June. Oh, it's coming. It's coming. All right. So, um That's what he said. There you go. Oh my gosh. I can't believe I set you up like that. That was too, <laughs> too easy. All right. So uh so what does the Chelsea say? Doses. I say stay active, stay sober, and see you motherfuckers. Bye. Oh, here, here comes that F bomb. Soberpod.com 366 fucking days sober Yeah
It was a sight to see them. Yeah. Breakfast was Sprite and Seagrams. Wrestling with my vices, exercising my demons. Uh. My blessings were blocked, so I never got the message. I'm stressing, I'm only 12 steps from an exit. Damn. Regret it, because my imperfections were perfected. I ain't run from it, I accept it and rep it. It's a badge to me. Good stories come from a tragedy, and when you survive, the glory will come in Act 3. Three. The wait's over. 366 fucking days sober. Morning affirmations that can start the day for you. Use my favorite book. Mark for a placeholder, finish when the day's over, okay? Okay, 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 Yeah, sober pod, keep it authentic, no facades. If it's real, then you know it's ours. Welcome, welcome.